Hello, and welcome to the Art of Management podcast, where we will help you, the practice owner, reach the full potential of your practice. I'm Janice Wheeler, the president of AMI. Thank you so much for checking our podcast, and I hope you find this episode super useful. Hi there. I'm Janice Wheeler. I'm the president of the Art of Management. Today's topic is five seriously good hiring questions. If you've had a business for a while, you've probably done some interviewing and hiring, and you may have words for that like very frustrating, completely annoying, pretty aggravating, totally frustrating, etc., etc. And we commonly hear complaints that there are no good candidates applying. And while that may be true, it may just be that you're not putting out the right messages to attract the seriously good people. For over 30 years, we've been coaching healthcare professionals on the effective tools and techniques for finding and hiring the best possible candidates for their incredibly valuable practices. The right team can make or break the ultimate success of your practice and your dreams for it, right? So you need to make good choices. Here's some tools and tips for acquiring the right people. The first part is about ads. First of all, when advertising the position, think globally instead of locally. In other words, make sure your ad is seen across the country. Some people may want to move to a new location for the ideal job. The next point is use a free advertising platform online. For instance, Indeed is one of the most majorly read ones by people looking for professional jobs and it's completely free. You can pay for a paid ad, but I don't see the need for it as we've never used it ourselves. Um, There's another one called Kijiji, and they're also free. And I think that there are various ones by different organizations in any area. You can check into all those and see what makes the most sense for you or put ads on all of them. They're all free. (laughs) Next point is nowadays you have to sell the position. For instance, what are the benefits to the candidate to come and work for you? What is your goal of your practice or mission statement for it? Put that in there. Are you using leading edge technology? Do you have a great team who love to work together? These are all things you can say in your ad. What is the location of the practice? In other words, is it near awesome schools for kids? Uh, Do you have beautiful mountains nearby for skiing or hiking? Do you have a gorgeous lake or is there an ocean nearby for swimming, etc., etc.? Be truthful, but pitch your area. Next point I want to go over is two types of ads. This is really funny. The first one, receptionist needed for dental practice, must have dental experience, fun practice, call blah, blah, blah. Would you apply to that? It's so boring. It doesn't have any good sound to it. You're going to be the same as all the other ads in the column or online next to it. You want your ad to stand out. So how about this one? In capital letters, put incredible opportunity and then put receptionist required. We are looking for a high energy person with a perpetual smile who loves working with people, is highly motivated, willing to learn and can multitask. Dental office experience required, call, blah, blah, blah. Now, wouldn't you apply for the second one if you saw it in amongst a bunch of the boring ones? Exactly. So there you go. 
Next, we want to talk about the resume. So in the ad, you should ask for a resume to be sent to you by email or fax. The layout and presentation of it can reveal accuracy and neatness. You can also look over the employment history and see if they have the experience you are looking for. And check for any gaps in the history that they give you. You'll want to ask about those when it comes time for the interview. All right, now you do an in-person interview or <laughs> you may want to do it by Zoom as we've just come out of a pandemic where we had to socially distance and not be in the same room for a while. So what you want to do is do it by Zoom or in person, whatever works. And the actual interview, you actually want the candidate to provide you with the greatest amount of information. This is your opportunity to watch them perform under fire. How do they handle themselves? Can they think on their feet? Do they have the technical knowledge that the position requires? There's a lot that you need to know. And don't forget, they're a bit nervous. So here are the five must-ask interview questions. The first one you want to ask about the candidate's production record. For instance, in your last job, what benefits did you bring to the practice? Or what are you most proud of in your last couple of positions? People who are proud of their production records, by the way, are usually not clock watchers just putting in time and being dead weights. So you're looking for somebody who is proud of their production. And if you ask for references who can verify their past production, watch out and stay away from the individual who becomes very defensive about supplying the names of people who will verify for them. Question number two, what did they like most about their last position and what did they like the least? This is something very interesting. If they get all critical about the last place and how it was bad this and bad that, you may have a Debbie Downer because in an interview, usually people are trying to put forward their best foot and sound the best and most upbeat they can. And if they slip into being critical and so on, just know that you'll be the next person they're talking about like that if you do hire them because eventually they will leave and then they will complain about you. So this is something to watch out for. Third question, what will they be exchanging with you for their salary? If they answer money for hours put in, this is not the response you want. A more productive doctor is a good answer, say, for an assistant or for a receptionist. A well-booked and busy doctor who is well-paid for his services, that'd be a really good answer, actually, for a receptionist. In other words, how good is their sense of exchange? Like you're going to hire them to do something for you and you're going to pay them. What do they think they can do for you in exchange for that salary? Question number four, ask questions which demand a thorough understanding of the details or technical aspects of the position. You can also ask, what would you do in a certain situation? For instance, what would you do if a patient complained about how high their bill was? And sit there and wait. Don't try and keep talking. Let them think about it for a second or two and come up with an answer. Because that's a fairly, not unusual question, let's say, <laughs> for the patient to do, like if they're complaining about their bill. So they should have some idea about what they would say. Question number five, here's a good one. What do you consider would be the five most essential qualities the person who fills this position must possess. 
it gets them thinking. They won't be able to answer these necessarily off the top of their head, like accurate, on time, neat, well-dressed, but maybe they will, because I just thought of those myself <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, however, most people are going to take a little longer at that one because I was kind of prepared for it. But um, you want to watch what they do and what, you know, did they go downbeat or did they go upbeat or did they look terrified because you're asking them something they, wasn't, they weren't prepared for. Okay. So, and keep in mind, again, they are in an interview and they are trying their best to, you know, impress you and so on. And this is the, what you see is the best that they can do under tricky circumstances. And they will be faced with tricky uh, circumstances throughout their history with you as a staff member, as patients don't always do and say things that you expect and neither do other staff. So keep in mind that you are looking for a needle in the haystack or a diamond in the rough. They are out there and it is important to you and your success that you find those ones. So have fun with this. Make up five more uh, seriously good questions of your own if you want, but there's some ones to give you some ideas. So if you like this, please give a like to my podcast and subscribe to it and you'll be hearing more because we have tons and tons of information to give you. So thank you for listening today. Bye for now. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,700 clients over the last 30 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for more helpful tips on how to manage your practice.